This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back with some good news. An instant reaction podcast to a big-time commitment for the Miami Hurricanes. Four-star wide receiver Nykar out of Colquitt County. High school in in South Georgia commits to the Miami Hurricanes after spending some time down in South Florida this weekend. Uh, Nikar is the number fifty three overall player according to the industry composite ranking. Twenty four seven Sports has him at one hundred and twenty six overall. He's five foot eleven, one hundred and seventy pounds. With this commitment, Gabby. He uh, Miami jumps to number 11 overall in the country with their team recruiting rankings. That's up from number 17. And amongst ACC schools, Miami trails only Florida State. So they do jump Clemson in the team recruiting rankings with Nykar in the fold. Gabby, just from like, obviously a momentum standpoint after that tough Georgia Tech loss and just in general, what this means for the momentum of Miami's class uh, moving forward. How big is this pledge for the Hurricanes? I think it's huge. Uh, you know, I, I think Nikar is is definitely one of the top available, uh, you know, players in the country, really. Like, I, he's he's extremely talented, uh, you know, just what he's able to do, just what he's able to do with the ball in his hands. And, uh, you know, just the way he's coveted by Miami and the way that, you know, again, Georgia wants this guy. Like Georgia wanted him. They didn't want him to decommit. I mean, this is this is a massive, massive win uh for the program. And look, I, I mean, I I I mean, yesterday I would have said this is just kind of like an addition, uh maybe a product of, you know, all the juice, everything that they kind of had going on. But I mean, even after the result yesterday for that for Miami to still uh land Nikar and to still get him into this class again, I think it just kind of shows you know, where, where the way recruits kind of view Miami, the way that these guys kind of see the direction of the program going. And uh, look, I think there's still a lot of people that have a lot of, of faith in the program, again, from a recruiting standpoint, as far as prospects and guys who are kind of making their decisions, making those, um, you know, tough choices. And I think Nikar, you know, deciding that Miami was where he was going to play his college football. I mean, it's absolutely huge for recruiting momentum. Um, we talk about, you talked about just even the rankings, Miami kind of being, you know, closer to that, like really like a, like on the fringe of a top 10 class, uh, that's where they kind of want to position themselves toward as they kind of gear towards this final push. And again, I think it's just kind of creeping closer to being in that territory that they want to be in uh, again, as we, as we get closer to, to that early signing period. So, I mean, this is, I mean, massive, massive win for Miami. I mean, uh, I, I think he's a guy that's just, that's just like stock up, uh, you know, just around the industry. I think he's someone that's going to continue to rise in the rankings and, Again, I, I think he's someone that uh, really just brings something uh, really special to this class, especially that wide receiver room, which, you know, I think we all agree that, you know, continues to just kind of need to be elevated from a talent standpoint. Take us through just how this came together for Miami, because I think, you know, he, he really got on Miami's radar, like in terms of the fans and publicly once he officially decommitted from Georgia. 
I think it was known maybe a little bit before that that Miami was was trying to get in there. But how did this all come together from from your perspective, Gabby? Because I believe this weekend was his first trip down to yeah. South Florida. So this all came together fairly quickly and Miami was able to pull it out. How how did they get it done? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's, it's one of those things of just Miami kind of being I don't I don't know if tapped like maybe just t- tapped into really just a situation of just understanding that maybe that maybe Nikar was looking around and uh while like you know again these kids are all on these committed commitment lists and you assume everyone's firmly kind of locked in with especially with a program like Georgia I think Miami uh you know obviously liking what they were seeing especially early on uh through his senior season and kind of just being able to kind of get a foot into the door and just being like, hey, where are you guys kind of at here? And again, I think it kind of created an opening for Miami to just kind of press the gas. Uh, I think even late in the summer, he kind of started to look around. And I think, you know, just as they've kind of worked towards all of this, they felt like they kind of had an in and uh, they just really just they made it happen. And getting them down here was obviously a, a big step and all of this but you know honestly you know i think this is one of those situations where you kind of got to tip your cap to um i guess his title is executive director of football dennis smith uh he has his his paw prints all over this thing i mean i think this was one of those things where he had just a ton to do with it and uh he was a huge huge part in in miami getting this done so uh shout out to him for for really making this thing just kind of happen and again i think he did he was probably the one who just maybe found Nikar, identified him, and then just kind of really pushed the issue with getting him down and getting all this stuff done. So uh, I think he deserves just, I mean, just a ridiculous amount of credit in this one. And and the teams that Miami beat out after he decommitted from Georgia. So Georgia, of course, is a team Miami beat out. Safe to say Auburn, kind of Florida, kind of Florida State, are those kind of the schools Miami was was able to to earn this commitment over? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think Florida State and Auburn really were probably the two. Um, okay. You know, I, I think, I mean, those are the two I, I most commonly heard were were Auburn and Florida State. And maybe there are others involved. And truthfully, I don't really know, any, like, of much outside of those. At least, you know, as far as, like, him being, him seriously considering those schools. Um, but, I mean, I think it was, I think once he kind of really opened things up, I think all signs were kind of pointing to Miami. And, uh, you know, it was just about Miami kind of getting it done. And and they did here on Sunday. And and that's a huge, huge deal. So from an evaluation standpoint, Nikar, highly productive high school player for Colquitt County. That's that's a big time program in the state of Georgia. Over 2,600 career receiving yards, 35 touchdowns. This year, he's totaled 720 receiving yards with 12 touchdowns in six games last year. He topped a thousand yards and ten touchdowns as a junior. I know, Gabby, you you spoke with twenty four seven Sports scouts Andrew Ivins, Cooper Patagna. Those are the guys that put rankings on guys. What type of feedback did you get uh, in terms of how they feel about the prospect Nikar is? Yeah, I think like kind of what I was alluding to earlier. It's it's stock is way way up and. Uh, talking to both of them, I think it's very evident that whenever they uh, reshuffle these uh, these class of 2024 rankings, uh, whether that's this coming week or maybe the week after, 
that Nikar is the guy that's going to see his stock, uh, you know, just continue to elevate. Uh, I think we have him ranked right now, like you said, David, I think it was 126 nationally on, on the 24-7 yeah. sports side. Uh, I definitely see him kind of leaping into that top 100. And the way they were talking about him, maybe even beyond that, I'm not quite sure. They didn't give me like a number of where he was going to kind of be or anything like that. Uh, but it sounds like they, it sounds like the whole, like maybe the, where there was a pause just to this point of the evaluation process was just a lack of verified measurements, uh, verified data, uh, speed, speed numbers, you know, a lot of those types of things. He doesn't have many, but, uh, you know, just talking to Cooper Patagna specifically, it's one of those situations where you just kind of throw all that out at this point. You just have to, you have to go with what your eyes are telling you. And uh, I think the tape shows an extremely explosive, uh, wide receiver, uh, you know, Cooper uh, was uh, he kind of threw out an Amari Cooper comp and he said they're different and they're different in a lot of ways, but just their their movement styles and the way that they kind of win. Uh, he said it. he said it reminded him a lot of Amari Cooper um, in, in, and Andrew Ivins, uh, you know, our director of scouting. Uh, he threw out like a Jordan Addison type of comp. So, I mean, right. those are two guys that went in the first round of the NFL draft uh, separately, two different sets of eyes, uh, you know, two different opinions. Uh, but I think it's telling that, uh, you know, these guys around the the program feel like, you know, Carr has that type of skill set. And again, we'll see how that's reflected again from a rank from a ranking standpoint. But I think it's really safe to say that, uh, you know, people are really, really liking what they're seeing at a Nikar. Yeah, Nikar is now the fifth commit for the Hurricanes that rank inside the top 70 of the 24-7 sports composite. So that is a nice little number there, five in the top 100. All five of those guys are inside the top 70. I know, like Gabby, when I personally watch his highlight tape, um, just the things that stand out to me is is his release is, you know, he's getting a clean, nice release more times than not, which which lines up with Amari Cooper and Jordan Addison. Both those guys were were good at doing that. He's a guy, too, that I feel like you can use as an outside receiver, and you can use him in the slot, too, because he can win uh, in the deep passing game on the outside with his body control and speed. Also, he can win in the short, quick game because he does have that suddenness to him and ability to, to find space and generate yak. So, you know, to me... This, this comp isn't perfect, but I think like if I was Shannon Dawson and I was recruiting Nikar, I would tell him, go watch Tank Dell tape at Houston. Now, Tank Dell was 5'8", 170 at the NFL Combine, and Nikar is a bigger player than that. But I, I think there are similarities in their playing styles as well, and also similarities as to how Shannon Dawson in this offense could potentially use Nikar. Let's Let's talk about this wide receiver class in general because I think it's an exciting one. So Nikar joins Jojo Trader, uh, the composite five-star out of Shamanah Madonna and top, I believe, 150 composite receiver Chance Robinson out of St. Thomas Aquinas. That's three big-time receivers in this class, Gabby. I know. So last cycle, Miami signed two receivers that were highly rated. Both those guys, Ray Ray Joseph and Robbie Washington, probably more slot guys to me at least. Whereas I feel like this cycle, the Hurricanes have done a nice job complementing last year's group with some guys that can get it done on the outside. Yeah, I, I love this wide receiver room right now, just the way it's kind of shaping up. And, you know, I still think Josiah Trader is probably the 
the maybe the headliner of the group just because of what he kind of gives you from a big play um ability but i think nycar and just and josiah trader are just such it's really like i think it could be a really really strong one stress defense yeah a lot for sure and then Chan, you throw chance robinson in there who's you know bigger physical a physical outside type of wide receiver i saw him yesterday i mean he's a He's a big, strong-looking kid. Uh, red you zone know, guy. He's, he, yeah, exactly. He's going to be a great red zone guy. And, I mean, th- that trio of wide receivers is 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 kind of what the doctor ordered, right? Going into the cycle, yep. just exactly what Miami kind of – What everything it should look we, like right, every year. And just what we felt like Miami kind of needed to do in this 2024 recruiting cycle, it felt like Miami kind of checked off, you know, all those boxes of of just the type of players that they, that they could add to that room. And, uh, you know, again, Shannon Dawson's offense and, and what – that has looked like uh, obviously, you know, uh, Saturday was a little shaky, but just generally the vision of it. I mean, these three guys are, are, are all really, really great fits for it. And I think this is just an awesome wide receiver room. Uh, I think if you're Mario Cristobal, there's uh, obviously a little bit more you can ask. I mean, I still think Jeremiah Smith is, is the ultimate prize, but man, if they sure. are, if these are the three that you signed, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be feeling really, really good about that for, if you're the hurricanes. You mentioned Dennis Smith, the director of football. For Miami played a big role in this commitment. How about the wide receiver coach, Kevin Beard? How big was his role? And what can you say about him and the job he's done recruiting this cycle? Because I think he's off to an impressive start here in his second stint at Miami. Yeah, Kevin Beard's been awesome too. And, uh, you know, we, we we saw the, for those of us on social media and things like that, we saw the photos that Nikar posted uh, with Coach Beard and with the rest of the, the wide receiver room. And, you know, those guys played a huge role. I mean, Kevin Beard is a guy who, again, obviously played a, a very, very significant role in this as well, just being the wide receiver coach. And, uh, you know, I think, I think that, I think those two kicked it off. You know, I think they really gelled uh, over the course of the weekend. And I think that's a big reason why, uh, you know, nine cars, it, he decided to go ahead and, and make the move and, and, and commit to Miami because I think he just felt that level of comfort with everyone around the program and, and Kevin Beard. Uh, again, I think those two had to kind of connect well for this to kind of go according to plan. And I think they absolutely, absolutely did. And uh, again, I think, you know, I think Kevin Beard does a great job of, of just connecting with these types of kids. He's a, he's a really cool guy, really relatable guy. And again, I think the kids like him a lot. And so, you know, Kevin Beard definitely deserves his flowers here. Uh, for the job that he's done uh, getting Nikar uh, into the building and uh job that he's done with all these guys, uh, you know, even more specifically Chance Robinson, who I feel like, you know, Kevin Beard was really the difference maker for, uh, you know, over the course of the spring when uh, he decided to make that commitment at the spring game. I thought Kevin Beard was 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 really, really the uh, uh, just a primary factor in that. Yeah, great, great job here by Coach Beard here. Um, he was brought in here to recruit and he is getting the job done. So Miami's Miami's 2024 class currently features an, an impressive group of skill players. We've talked about the receivers. Kevin Riley, a running back out of Alabama as a commit, has a lot of juice to his game. Elijah Lofton is a twitchy H-back tight end prospect out of Bishop Gorman. He's going to present some problems, I feel like, in his role at the college level. So Miami's definitely stacking intriguing talent to develop at the skill positions on offense, which will be a good sign for the future. Let's get out of here on this, Gabby. It feels like, you know, look, Miami's knocking on the door of a top 10 recruiting class right now, according to the rankings. They stand at number 11. Does feel like Miami's getting ready to generate some momentum on the trail. They're 
it's been a little quiet in terms of commitments, which is very normal in, in the ebbs and flows of a recruiting cycle. Once the season starts, programs definitely focus on getting off to good starts uh, on the field. But now that we're kind of at that midway point of the college football season, we're going to see recruiting news from around the country happen quickly here, whether that's flips, decommitments, new commitments, et cetera, et cetera. How do you feel like Miami stands right now in terms of having the momentum on their side in a positive way and the ability to finish with a top 10 class? Yeah, no, I, I feel I feel really good about where Miami's at just from a recruiting standpoint. And look, uh, you know, I, I think it's very easy to be obviously doom and gloom, uh, you know, uh, right now, just on Sunday coming off of that Georgia Tech win. But I think Miami could still I think Miami still has the benefit of being able to say, hey, we're clearly in a better place today than we were a year ago. And, uh, you know, I think uh, because of that, they're going to be able to kind of go and go out and continue to kind of recruit at the level that they want to recruit. And so, yeah, you know, I, I feel like they have plenty of momentum on their side right now. Um, and I, again, working towards that top 10 class as we work towards, you know, go through the rest of this recruiting cycle. Um, again, I think that they're just going to continue to kind of chase after the guys that they want to chase after. And whether that be flips, which we saw plenty of last cycle, especially again, as we go get later into, you know, the college football season, uh, you mm -hmm. know, I can definitely see them starting to be more aggressive with, with guys like that. Um, and just continue to continuing to kind of go after guys that they've just been recruiting for a long time. So, uh, I, I, Miami's right there on the fringe of the top 10 of a, of a top 10 class. And again, just considering what the, the, what, what's available and what's left. I think, uh, you know, that's, that, that means Miami's going to be in position to sign a top 10 class, uh, you know, just kind of going into December. It's not like there's so much time left on the clock where Miami's in a position where they can just get left behind. Like, I still think that there's plenty of meat on the bone. And uh, I, I just knowing that the way these guys kind of attack it and approach it, I, I definitely feel good about, uh, you know, these guys kind of getting into that top 10 range when it's all said and done. All right. We'll get out of here on that note. Mario Cristobal knows how to recruit. That is definitely evident. Hurricanes land a big-time pledge from a big-time wide receiver in Nikar. Appreciate everyone for listening, and until next time, take care.